Good morning, everyone. It is Easter morning. It's the day we just celebrate um, Jesus' resurrection. And um, it's just one of the most powerful moments. And it's one of the most powerful days that we can celebrate together. Um, we really are just so privileged to um, spend this time with you. And uh, we, we think a lot about There's not a moment that we don't think about the body and the people watching. And um, we really spend a lot of time praying for every person um, and so, you know, just with Thursday night's news that, that it's going to be a bit of a longer extended lockdown, we, we're intensifying our prayer and, and, our, and our, just our, our complete support for every person. And um, so we just want you to know that God is with you in this moment. God is with you in this time. Um, and He will not abandon you or leave you alone. And that's really the message of this morning. Um, and so we hope that you are encouraged by that um, as we spend this this time together. Bernadine's got just some stuff on her heart that, that she's going to share with you just to encourage you. Um, yeah, so uh, we've just been working with a lot, or I've been working with kids a bit in the week and um, actually just um, trying to figure out a way how I can take what I'm receiving in the mornings and just carry it across to the children in a in a meaningful way and um it's actually been such a privilege to just be hearing god and and really being able to spend time with him um in the word and oh, yeah so i've there's actually been quite a few things that's been that he's been speaking about but i've i felt to highlight um just the one part in john 16 again john 16 speaks about the vine um, and just dwelling in him. Um, yeah, a couple of verses, maybe I thought I'll just read you out of my journal, actually. Any branch in me that doesn't bear fruit, he cuts away. And he cleanses and repeatedly prunes every branch that continues to bear fruit. So even though we are bearing fruit and we're producing and we're um, producing fruit in our lives, he, he continues to prune us so that we can bear even better fruit. Yeah. Um, dwell in me and I will dwell in you. If you uh, abide in me and my words remain in you, my words abide in you. And he, and he speaks here that he washes us with his word. And I think that's where I've just been diving into a lot. Is just continue to read his word, absorb his word. What is he saying? What is he teaching? And finding ways um, we did. So I did with the kids. Uh, we went to go get a big branch in the garden and they made fruit and we hung it up in the in the house it's actually hanging right there but it's starting to die because that was i could explain that to the kids why is the branch dying and then they could obviously see why the parallel because it's not connected to the tree anymore so we're not connected to our source our root and they painted such beautiful there's a lot more hanging but um we painted such beautiful yeah do you want to hold it up I'll hold it up. <laughs> yeah, and, and behind each one of them, we just wrote. And I, it wasn't like I didn't get them to write on the fruit of the spirit. It wasn't really an exercise of fruit of the spirit because they know that well. God, they can say the fruit of the spirit, but it was more about what is a fruit that someone can see in your life when you are in Christ and when His words are washing you clean and when His words are abiding you abiding in you what can people see and what are what are those fruit and and um i got them to just call out a few things i mean wrote it at the back it's all in afrikaans adult and friend that's patience and friendly and 
Self-beer. Vrede en rustigheid en vol hart. It's like, let's carry on, let's persevere. And joy. Okay, and then this. This is something I just, also joy was, um, if his words, yeah, I'm scared I quoted it completely wrong, but that, so he says, abide in my love, abide in me, that my joy and delight may be Complete, in you, yeah. completed in you to the full measure. Wow. So um, just speaking about uh, cultivating that joy in our lives, but it's a fullness of joy. It's an outflow of, of fullness of joy. And um, yeah, that's what we've been working on. And that's, that's just a little bit of fun stuff. Yeah. So overall good. And um, I've been running around the yard, not, you know, jogging you know we've been doing five or six k's in the yard together and bernadine's been boot, camp. boot camping and exercising and, and just keeping <laughs> our joy up yeah. um this morning we just bernadine and i wanted to just pray for every person that mm. is alone in this time you know we've just heard mm. from a lot of people that it's really tough to extend um, the lockdown and um, we really just want to pray for you and and just pray that that your home just gets filled with god's presence and you know, he speaks about his wings that cover and protect you. And I just see those wings of comfort just filling your home where you are so much so that you don't have space to walk around. It's like you're just constantly aware of God's presence and, and that you'll be alert to that more than ever before. So just um, as, as we're sitting here, Father, we pray for every person who has to endure this alone and, and every person that was really disappointed by the extension, Father, we thank you, Lord, that we are in your hands, that you keep us safe no matter what, and that you comfort us and care for us. And, and we also pray for our finances in this time. I know a lot of people uh, were really hoping for financial sake that, that this period does not get extended. And so we're just praying, Lord, that you'll protect them and that you'll open doors, that you'll open ways, that you'll give guidance, that you will... Uh, instill in them an, an understanding of your kingdom finances, Lord, and you'll give wisdom. And Father, that, that ideas and things will pop into their minds, Lord, that they will be able to tap into new resources and things, even at home. Um, and so we just declare that. And we also pray that the economy will begin to open up. We pray, Lord, that as you, as you um, guide our government, that they'll open up pieces of the economy in the right way in so doing. Um, that, that they'll be able to restart and kickstart the economy so that when this time is over, that we're straight in to, into the fullness of what you've planned for us. And we're straight into um, business as usual, business improved, business better than ever before. And so we're just praying for that in Jesus' name and, and believing for a complete supernatural turnaround. That's what we have to focus on. So, Amen. Yeah, and so with that, we, we're going to turn our attention to Jesus. We're going to turn our attention to just this time of Easter and, and just remember uh, what it means to live in His fullness. And Bernadine's just prepped two amazing worship songs for this morning that, that really just take us into His presence. And so I want to encourage you, wherever you are, yeah. really just dive in. Dive into His presence. This really isn't about Bernadine or I or... Or even the music. This is about God, and and this is about yeah, connecting to Him. Mm -hmm. And and so I want to just encourage you to use this moment just to absorb it and 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 just um, soak in it. And 
I just want to encourage you, you know, go back to the worship sessions. You know, these, video, these videos are available on, on YouTube. We're not going to take them down. They're available on Facebook. Share them with your friends. Share them with your family if this is blessing yeah. you. And, and just encourage them to just get into the presence and get into God's goodness. So um, let's just enjoy this moment together.
Amen.
Sure. Thank you, Father, that um, you sent us your Son, that you sent us Jesus Christ, who died on the cross for all our sins, who died on the cross for all our transgressions, for our bodies, for healing, for complete salvation in every way, and that that by design, Father, you you created man to live and have life and have life fully and in abundance, and so. We just thank you for that, Lord, and and there's just such a power in being able to worship you, Jesus, and and just declare you as King of Kings, Lord of Lords, and so we we honor you. And and can you will will you just be will you just in this moment be the King of our hearts and and come and unlock our hearts and take us into your kingdom in only a way that you can. And so we just we give you honor. We give you glory. You are good. Thank you, King Jesus. Thank you, Father. Amen. Man, it's just so awesome to spend time in worship. And it's just so awesome to spend time in Jesus' presence. And there really is nothing like His presence. And, and there's nothing like being in His fullness. I want to share a word this morning on, on Easter just um, with regards to the series that we've been doing and um, just with regards to the promises that he's given us for this season. And I'm just so fully aware of the fact that God has completely prepared us for whatever comes our way. And it's, it's you know, we're going through this season and it's, it's an incredible moment in time. But the point is, is that Jesus actually came and prepared our hearts long before we even entered or even thought about this season. And so I just have a special message this morning with regards to your heart and with regards to the fact that your heart was prepared to host the presence of Jesus, to host the kingdom. And what you host inside of you influences the world, regardless of what is going on in the world right now. And so I'm just really encouraged by that. Uh, The first week we spoke about... um, a spirit of injustice and and just the fact that you know it's not a spirit per se but it's more an attitude and and an idea that a lot of people have and that our nation really has a lot of people that carry a spirit of injustice and god god wanted to and is doing um what he's doing in this is he's restoring our ability to trust and so really that that message was about the ability to trust god again and the ability to trust other people and and not just think life's unfair. And then the second um, part of our series was the spirit of comparison. And God, what God wants to do there is restore your ability and our ability to love deeply. And to press into love and not be comparing ourselves to others. And so that really was amazing. And, and this morning, um, God just wants to come and He wants to restore our ability to believe. If, if, we, if you have been struggling to believe, God this morning wants to come and restore your ability to believe. And so the promise that we're holding on to is we will not be called forsaken. Uh, the word is actually we will not be termed or called desolate anymore. And before we went into lockdown, I um, saw some photos of Wuhan and I saw some photos of Italy and you know, it was just so strange looking at these photos of cities completely abandoned and there's no cars driving around. And, and so I'm reading this promise of we will not be termed desolate, we will not be forsaken. And I'm looking at these photos of forsaken cities. 
not guessing in any way that, that we were about to go into the same kind of lockdown period and that our streets were going to be abandoned. And um, so at the time, I just wanted to share the photo and, and be like, hey, look at this. This is absolutely nuts. This is crazy. But at the same time, I got a picture of what it looks like when a city is forsaken. And um, God spoke to us in that time and he's been speaking to us before the time that, that we will not be called forsaken, you know. And there's, there's a scripture that says we are a city on a hill and God will never ever forsake his city. That's us. He will never forsake us and we will never be left empty in the way that our streets appear to be empty. And I, I just think that's an incredible promise. And and for this time, you know, just like we prayed for anyone who is alone in this time, you will not be forsaken. But there is also the promise that God will never, ever leave us forsaken. And he sent his son, Jesus, to conquer the fear of being forsaken. Jesus died on the cross and his final words were, God, why have you forsaken me? It was just something powerful we shared um, on Easter morning at our crazy live service with our kids, if you tuned in. And um, this is just the promise that he's giving us. And, and I, I want to go to Galatians 1 verse 3. And Paul is writing to the Galatians. And I love Paul because his introduction was so laced with so much depth and so much power. Just being introduced to Paul, if you had to meet him, just what he would say in his first sentence would bowl you over. God, can you give us that ability to, to just, you know, radiate your presence so that when we introduce ourselves, we, we're already just blowing people over with your goodness. And so, yeah, his introduction says, grace and spiritual blessing be to you. Peace from God the Father, our Lord Jesus Christ. And he goes on to talk, I'm going to come back to that verse, but he goes on to say, who gave himself up for our sins to save and to sanctify us in order to rescue us and deliver us from this present wicked age and world order in accordance with the will and the purpose and the plan of God our Father. And so I'm going to backtrack before I get to, to verse 4 there, but I'm going to backtrack up to verse 3 and, and the first word that Paul speaks about he, or the first word he says is grace and spiritual blessing. And I realize that the, the full effect of Jesus dying on the cross and then rising, living again, standing up out of the grave is the fact that we receive the fullness of grace. And today I want to just broaden your understanding and, and hopefully just stretch your understanding of what grace is um, because I think a lot of people misunderstand the fullness of grace. And grace really to me, and, and this has been just something I've been carrying in my heart for years now, and I, I fully see this and understand this, that grace is God's recreating power. Our president on Thursday night said, this is a moment of rebirth. It is a moment of recreation. And grace is far so much more than just not receiving what is due, not receiving punishment. It is about actually being completely recreated. 
having that moment where God looks at your lifeless body and he blows his breath into you and he starts your life all over again. And so that's really what grace to me is. But something that I've just come to realize as well is that it's not grace or mercy. It's not one or the other. You know, some people speak about the fact that grace is 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 receiving what you don't deserve and, and mercy is not receiving what you do deserve. But I, I realize that, yes, that is mercy. Mercy is not receiving the judgment that is is due to to people who who have sinned but it's so much more than that mercy opens the door for grace to have effect and so the two work hand in hand and so to in order to step into grace the recreating power you there is a there's a process of just saying god will you have mercy on me will you have mercy on the situation and there's this door that's opened up and then you step into grace and grace is like this recreation moment this rebirth moment and the fact is is that mercy has no power if it's not followed up with grace so if if you step through the door of mercy and you're forgiven and it's not followed up with the power of recreation then the mercy is actually in vain and so God uses both of them hand in hand, mercy and grace, to bring us new life. And, and why I'm speaking about this is because Daniel prayed something in Daniel 9 where he said, God, I'm not praying for my salvation. I'm praying for your kindness. In other words, Daniel was saying, God, I, I don't just want to be saved. I want to meet you. I want to understand who you are God and and for my nation I'm, I'm praying that that your fullness of kindness will be poured out on us God it's not good enough just to be forgiven we also need to be recreated by your nature and that's one of the most powerful things I've come to understand this year and and that prayer alone has set us up for a brand new understanding of who God is and for what he's going to do in our lives and so God wants to recreate our souls <laughs> in other words he wants to change our nature and our habits he wants to recreate our bodies he wants to bring us healing and restoration where perhaps we've been injured or ill or or, or just under a cloud of of depression and anxiety god wants to come and just stir that up and recreate that and and then he wants to recreate our minds you know he his word says he his word will be on our minds and in our hearts. And there is a complete recreation of our minds, heart, body, soul. Our full being is recreated because Jesus stood up out of the grave. And I've come to realize that this is really what we're looking for. This is really what revival is. And so that's something as a body that we really are pressing in for is the recreation of every person. We don't pray for people just to be saved so that they're free of their sins. We pray for people to be completely recreated in God's nature as His kindness is just revealed to every person. And it's the only condition God has is, is the fact that to, to, to step into the fullness of His mercy and to step into the fullness of His grace, the condition He has is that you will believe. And we'll get to that, but 
But it's our response is to say, God, I believe that I can be completely recreated in your nature. And so going back to Galatians 1 verse 4, it says, Jesus gave himself up for our sins to save and to sanctify us in order to rescue us and deliver us from this present wicked age and world order in accordance with the will and the purpose and the plan of God and Father. To Him be all the glory through all the ages of the ages and the eternities of the eternities. Amen. So be it. And I just realized that in this moment that Jesus is the one who saves. And Jesus is the one who recreates. And when we put our full focus on Jesus, we are completely transformed. And we've been speaking for a while and, and even saying that, you know, this moment is going to change us. But really, it's not this moment that changes us. We were transformed before this moment. We are completely changed before going through this crisis. And, and really... It's the fact that we believe we have been transformed that carries us through. And God can turn this moment into good. <laughs> and He does. And He protects us. But our response is to believe 100% in Jesus Christ. I want to just talk about spiritual blessing as well. And the spiritual blessing, you know, verse, verse 3 said grace and spiritual blessing. So there's a second part to this. And if grace is a recreating power of God, the spiritual blessing is God's favor that comes after the recreation. And I see that today as the infilling of the Holy Spirit. And I, there's a, I, just, I just saw a picture of a boat just being, you know, it's recreated and it's built and it's, it's crafted in grace and it's put on the water. And then the Holy Spirit comes and it's the driving force of God it's it's his favor that drives you and moves you and um, as I was thinking about this I thought about a, a period or time like this where we we're at home we're doing nothing and and we're sitting and we can't take action and we can't move many of you have have been at home just waiting the time out and and God wants to do something with you but it feels like man I can't do anything <laughs> and I I I I saw a picture of the doldrums. If you don't know what the doldrums are, it's, you can go Wikipedia, but um, it's, it's the intertropical convergence zone out in the ocean. That's, that's where the, the southeast and the northeast winds meet right above the equator. And, and I've got, you know, I, I know people who are sailors who've sailed through there, you know, crossing from, um, crossing the Pacific and, 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 in this zone, when you hit this zone, the doldrums, it's like because the air currents are coming together and then going upwards, there's just nothing out at sea. And, and there's a poem that described, it's a poem by Samuel Colbridge. It, it described ships in the doldrum um, as idle as painted ships upon a painted ocean. It's, it's literally the winds just disappear. And if you are purely powered by sail, there's no way of getting out. And really that's what it's like to not have the Holy Spirit empower your life. Is that you can be in a zone and you can just be waiting and waiting and waiting. And it's hot and it's humid and it's tiring. And, and all you see is the expanse of nothingness. And, 
and and the holy spirit you know he's he's the one that comes and he's supposed to blow your sails but but you haven't discovered or 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 haven't figured out how to tap into god's blessing and and maybe you haven't even believed that god loves you maybe you haven't even believed yet that god actually blesses you and wants the best for you and and maybe you haven't believed that you're worthy of his favor and and maybe you look at the story of jesus and and god is just a cruel father and and he sent his son to die and 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 where is where's the goodness in that i don't see that and 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 what god is calling us to today is to see his blessing on our lives and to see his favor on our lives and with that he leaves us the holy spirit which which is just this wind of his favor and wind of his wisdom and wind of his power that comes and blows you out of the doldrums and blows you out of a place you know god's word says <laughs> um um empower those you know it's trying to think on off the top of my head what the wording is but it says get busy you know um empower those slackened hands and and get active in in his goodness and and so that response to believing is to say god will you come and just blow your favor on me will you come and blow your presence over me and and we're pulled out of what can feel like the doldrums and so i just saw you know the word the word desolate the word doldrum the word um abandon is being replaced with the word restoration rebuild rebirth encourage favor empower and and the holy spirit starts to blow and 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 then there's this wisdom that just comes from taking that step and moving in the right direction and and that's really what it means to be empowered with God's spiritual blessing on top of grace. And then he says here in Galatians 1 verse 11, For I want you to know, brethren, that the gospel which was proclaimed and made known to me is not man's gospel. And I want to encourage you in this time, don't lean on man's gospel. Don't lean on man's best idea. And by that I say man without Holy Spirit. And I've just been seeing a lot of stuff on social media that, that's just blowing people all over the show. That, that's birthed in unbelief and, and distrust and, and the idea that we're not going to get through this. And, and even you know, some ideas that God actually brought this upon us. And that God actually brought this upon people. And He's using this to shape and to form. Let me tell you, that's man's idea. That's man's gospel but paul writes and he says man i don't i'm not empowered i i don't proclaim a gospel that is man's gospel i i i am i don't i don't preach a gospel according to human standard what i preach is the gospel of jesus christ the fullness of his favor the fullness of his recreating power the fullness of the holy spirit and so I just want to say to you in this moment that that Jesus Christ, not the corona epidemic, will reshape you. <laughs> He's come to save us from all our wicked ways. And Jesus did that right in the start. And so you need to just we need to just press into that. I wanted to say, yeah, don't get your sails filled by winds that will blow you off course. And and James said this in James 1, verse 6 to 7. He said, only it must be in faith 
that he asks with no wavering, asking for the spirit of wisdom. For the one who wavers is like the billowing surge out at sea that is blown hither and thither and tossed by the wind. For truly, let not such a person imagine that he will receive anything when he asks for the, from the Lord. And so I want to encourage you to, to when you say or when you believe, to believe and ask and know that God does provide and he has brought salvation and, and you have to believe that because if you don't believe that in its fullness you are going to be blown all over the show so don't believe everything every piece of advice that comes from man stick to God's word in this time you will not be abandoned Galatians five sixteen says but I say live and walk habitually in the Holy Spirit, guided and controlled by the Spirit, and then you will certainly not gratify the cravings of the flesh. And in many ways, the fear and anxiety that we feel comes from cravings of the flesh. If you can identify that, if you can identify that, well, maybe this, this anxiety has come from the desire of the flesh then you, you're already on your way to, to changing that and to stepping into God's promises for your lives. And I want to encourage you with that. And then I want to just end off with this powerful picture of Jesus just after he got out of the grave, after he walked out of that grave. And this is in John 20 verse 21. And it says, So saying, he showed them his hands and his side. And when the disciples saw the Lord, they were filled with joy. And then Jesus said to them, Peace to you. As the Father has sent me, so I am sending you. And, and then it actually goes on to say that Jesus then blew on them. He breathed on them. He said, Peace to you. As the Father has sent me, I am sending you. And he, and he blew over them and he filled them with the Holy Spirit. It's just such a powerful picture that Jesus Christ was physically amongst them and he blew the Holy Spirit over them, changing not only the, the course of their lives, but changing the direction of all of mankind with one breath from Jesus Christ. I just saw that it was just so amazing. And, and then there was Thomas and Thomas wasn't with them when it happened and they all told him about this experience. And Thomas, Thomas was like, no man, this that's not possible. And, and he was doubting and he had a lot of unbelief. And, and they're sitting at a table in a room. And, and the Bible actually says Jesus appeared amongst them. While the doors were closed, he appeared. So he had been transformed. His body had been transformed into spirit man. <laughs> and yet in the spirit form, Jesus told Thomas, put your hands on my hands. Feel where the nails pierced my hands. Feel where the spear pierced my body. And in that moment... Thomas could believe. And so I want to encourage you with Jesus' words to Thomas. Jesus says, do not be faithless, but believe. And finally, just speaking about not being abandoned, 1 John 5 verse 18 uh, leaves us just with a powerful, powerful, powerful um, promise. And the promise is, we know that anyone born of God, does not sin, but the one who has begotten God carefully watches over him. Christ's divine presence within him preserves him from evil, and the wicked one 
does not lay a hold on him. And that's part of the benefits of believing in Jesus Christ is that he, as begotten of God, watches over you. And he's not going to let the price he paid go to waste. (laughs) He paid that down payment. He paid with his life for you. And when you believe in him, he's not going to let that go. And so he's just 100% fully going to watch over you and protect you. I want to pray a prayer for every person watching today. And if you have not believed before, if you have felt like you are in the doldrums, if you have felt confused, if, you know, I just, I just see there's a lot of voices coming from all over the show. And if you've, been just, if you've just been seeking clarity, I want to encourage you to have faith in Jesus Christ and faith in His fullness. So Father, I just want to pray for every person watching this video, for every person streaming, Lord, that you would meet them where they are. And I ask, Lord, that you will open the door of faith in their hearts. And Lord, for for people that have been struggling just to have faith, Lord, will will you increase their faith? And I just ask, Lord, that as they turn to you and as they turn to Jesus, as they, as they turn to your Son, that, that you will bestow on them all the benefits of being a believer, that you will open up the doors of grace, the doors of mercy, and the doors of favor over their lives right now. And so just as, as people in our, in our homes, we respond and we say, Jesus, we believe in the power of what you did on the cross. We have full faith in the fact that when you rose from the dead, you defeated the chains of death, the chains of sickness, the the chains of of sin and defeat, and you've you've completely wiped out and and washed us clean. And, And in this moment, we come to you and we say, we believe in you, Jesus Christ, as our Lord and as our Savior. We ask for forgiveness. We ask, Father, that You will cleanse us of our sins. But we also respond. We say we repent from that which we've held on to. We repent for the sins that we've carried out. We we repent as well, Lord, from just not believing and, and not having faith in your word. But Father, will you also reward us for believing? And those of us who are sitting here saying, God, I have believed. Father, your word says, and David said, what would have become of me if I had not believed? I would see the goodness in the land of the living. So I just want to encourage you and bless you. I just pray that as you've prayed this and as you've agreed with this prayer that I've prayed, that that you would be transformed completely and that that where you are in your home, you will just experience the peace of God and experience His fullness. And I want to encourage you. You have been transformed. You're not being changed in this moment. You were made for this moment. You will get through this. You will not fail. And God has not abandoned you or deserted you.
Awesome. So we just want to thank you again for joining us and thank you for being a part of this, this message and, and watching this video. Uh, we just want to make an opportunity available to every person uh, to continue giving their offerings and their tithes. And if you're part of this body, it's just so important to continue offering and, or, or giving your offerings and, and giving your tithes to God. And, and just you know, continuing in your journey of faith and continuing the fact that God is your provider and He really cares for you. So why don't you go over to www.revivalministry.ca.za forward slash give. Our banking details are available. There's also a pay fast option. And you can really honor God with your finances and, and really sow into something that is changing people's lives. And we know the Holy Spirit is behind us. We know the Holy Spirit is with us. And so we want to encourage you to give um, and sow into this place. And so we want to just encourage you to stay firm in the faith, stay firm in belief and know that God is with you. Have an amazing week. Thank you for joining us on this Easter day. We look forward to spending next week with you still on this platform. We were hoping to be back in church next week, but um, we're here. We're waiting it out. We're pressing in for God's goodness and we're praying for our world to be completely set free from this virus. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for listening to the Sermon of the Week. Remember to visit our website at www.revivalministry.co.za where you can sign up to receive more of these powerful messages.